From Point Conception to the Mexican border, this is the SoCal Bite. I'm Nathan Callahan. On today's menu, the Department of Peace. My would-be sister's pilgrimage. It's New Year's Eve, 1957. Our North Hollywood home is filled with Callahans. We are ringing it in with silly favors, noisemakers, alcohol, and laughter. Do you feel it coming? When the clock strikes 11, my father's sister, Mary Jane, shows up late to the party and drops a bomb. As sober as an air raid siren, Mary Jane proclaims that she's leaving her husband, Bert, and her seven-year-old daughter, Janelle, to move to Kansas City with an organ teacher named Hank. Before anyone can stop her, Mary Jane sprints out the door. Goodbye. Happy New Year. Kansas City, here she comes. The Callahans are dumbfounded. Questions roll out. Kansas City? Organs? What will the neighbors think? Who will raise Janelle? On New Year's Day, Bert the left-at-home ex bails on that one. Janelle will add ballast to his 20-something now-single balloon, so Bert splits two, which makes Janelle double-deserted. That's when my grandparents, Janelle's grandparents, John and Faye, grab the controls. Janelle will live with them. Eventually, over time, as it heals all wounds, Mary Jane will come to her senses, Bert will forgive, and there will be reunification and peace. Grandpa John and Grandma Faye live at the end of the main runway at Burbank Airport home of Lockheed Aircraft, supplier to the Department of War. Standing in John and Faye's front yard, runway strobes lighting the street, I can literally wave to pilots roaring by in their DC-4s. And they wave back. That's where Janelle and I play pretend, dodge aircraft fire, take ladybug prisoners, and throw rockets at the midday moon. We are surrounded by the machines of war in our ears, eyes, and memory. We are DEFCON cousins in a family who serve the Army, the Navy, Lockheed, and Douglas. Spring comes. Janelle and I create a foil to the Department of War. We call it the Department of Peace. It is somewhere in the backyard garden. A bird is singing. It is make-believe quiet here. The Southern California sky is infinitely blue. Janelle is blonde, pigtailed, and as far as my eight-year-old mind can fathom, beautiful. It's Easter, 1958. The tulips bloom at North Hollywood Park. My parents have a proposal for John and Faye. We'd like to adopt Janelle they say. That makes me, an only child, 
about to have an instant sister that I already know and love. But it is not to be. Complications beget complications. Bert the ex shows up in a funk with the intent to take custody of Janelle. He is backing out of John and Faye's driveway on the sly with Janelle crying in his car when a DC-4 barrels overhead. Grandpa John is out the door, grabs Bert by the collar, pulls him out of the Chevy and decks him right there in the flight path. Whoosh! Flat out, flags waving, it's time for action. Enter Mary Jane, back for the kid. Negotiations take place. On the day that Bert's swollen eye is darkest, Janelle is on a super chief to Kansas City with Mary Jane. If she had to walk, she would get there just the same. Play is over. My would-be sister is gone. Gone to live with Mary Jane, who turns out to be a well-connected, self-centered self-loather. And Hank, who turns out to be an abusive stepdad. Do you feel it coming? It's the 4th of July, 1968. Janelle is 18. Dazed and confused about years of things seen and unseen, she takes hold and pinwheels her life around, joining the U.S. Army to practice as a nurse in Vietnam. My would-be sister is gone again. While I subvert the war at home, spreading the Department of Peace's love and flowers, my would-be sister is getting her hands bloody and saving lives near the South China Sea. There are times when the presence of death overwhelms her. That's when she stands near the runway at Da Nang, waving to pilots roaring by, waving back in their C-123s. Their payload is Agent Orange. Janelle is at Da Nang long enough for 20 million gallons of rainbow herbicide to fog the air of South Vietnam. It is chemical warfare. A tenth of the country smothers in defoliant. Crops gone. Neighbors starve. Infants deform. And relatives die. The Department of War tells my would-be sister that Agent Orange is harmless. It only kills plants, not animals. It is Memorial Day, 2013. Agent Orange lives in Southern California. Thanks to Rainbow Herbicide, Janelle has Parkinson's, dystonia, and complications too vast to contemplate. In short, my would-be sister hurts, contorts uncontrollably, and has trouble speaking. I have thought about you guys so many times today, she emails. I thought I had better write a note and check if everyone is okay. My speech is terrible. I can't find the words I want to say until, well, maybe ten minutes after I need them. Just going to go with the flow this Memorial Day. 
We weren't looking for courageous oratory, a show of flags, or well-oiled guns. At the Department of Peace, when we remember our wars, when we bring back our dark, heroic past, we remember all the things that were and would be. We remember that complications beget complications, that the world's weaponry is outrunning any ability to control it, that we make mistakes. We believe that when young people go into a recruitment office, they should see dead bodies, not stars and stripes and medals being pinned to chests. They should see scorched earth, deformed babies, dead relatives, and damaged lives. When we remember our wars, we crawl in the mud, grunt like pigs, hold guns to our heads, swallow poison, shit out our guts, kiss our leader's ass, and celebrate our inherent gullibility so we can feel it coming. It is tomorrow at the Department of Peace. It is make-believe quiet here. The Southern California sky is infinitely blue, and the Callahans are ringing it in. For more SoCal Byte audio essays, visit SoCalByte.com. That's S-O-C-A-L-B-Y-T-E dot com.